It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Jaleel takes the handoff, avoids potential tackle in the backfield, and the speeds are out of the 20. With the first down, he lowers his head and shoulders to the 24-yard line. That should have been a loss in the play. It goes for a gain of 10. Jaleel McLaughlin's been it's been good. There was like a little bit of a lull in the middle of the season, it felt like, for him. But it seems like he's got he's got his legs back underneath him, his vision, his speed. Eight carries for 44 yards, 5.5 per carry. Like I said, if for some reason the Broncos decide to just Go heavy with Jaleel McLaughlin next week. I'm I'm here for it. Give give Javante Williams a, a, a bit of a break, and let's you know let's let him get into the off season and 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 take care of his body. But yeah, Jaleel McLaughlin, there's there's something there. There's something really fun. Uh, the 5.5 uh, per carry, and of course, uh, I want to say he's around six for the season. Let me pull that up really quick. Uh, but that's our fast stat brought to you by the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. As I uh, look at his stats, he ended up averaging 5.6 so far for the season, which is tremendous. And that's something that I'm very excited about. The future of Jaleel McLaughlin is a good one. 303-713-8585. Terry, thanks for hanging on, man. You're on Broncos React with Ryan Edwards. How are you doing, man? Uh, I, I, I've been better. Let me, let, let me tell you something, Ryan. My biggest issue. You know, we, we, we're fans of a team. And a lot of times, you know, we we understand that, you know, some fans will say, well, you know, we make the players or whatever the team. But as this organization, this is an organization I followed. I'm 48 years old. So organization I followed my, you know, my entire life. An organization that when my parents went through a divorce and I was dealing with the grief, the team, the Elway I watched was a little kid that, you know, that brought me joy, that made me happy when I was going through a bad time. This is the team that I watched lose get destroyed in the Super Bowl after Super Bowl and have to go to school and get teased relentlessly. But I was always proud to be a part of the Denver Broncos. I felt like it was a part of what I identified with, even though obviously I'm not a member of the team. This week was hard for me because I feel like how they handled the situation was very, very embarrassing. And it reminded me that this is not the same Broncos organization that I grew up with because the owner is no longer around and the team has been sold. And my issue, Ryan, that, that, that hurts me is that, you know, I understand that this is a business, but like everything in this world, things, you know, I, I just want to see people treated the right way and respectively. And I just don't think, and, and I don't like Sean Payton. This is a man that was, this was a man that was a part of a bounty gate. And I understand we all make mistakes and, and certain things like that. But for instance, we see Ben tweet today about there was different plays being called for us. And again, I agree with you. Yeah, Russ wasn't wasn't perfect but i asked myself with all this stuff that's happening and, and and ryan we don't know because we weren't privy to we can hear what the sources say i mean we we can hear what russ says that's russ side i don't i have no reason to believe that he would say something different but my my thing is it's almost like now you transition okay it is what it is we're 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 a game above or, or we're eight and eight or whatever it is but now you start to look this is the eighth season and how am I going into next year 
feeling any confidence. We're still in the same situation that we've been since Peyton was retired, right? We still are in the process of having to now find another quarterback, either through uh, a free agency or, or hoping that we, we land somebody. And I just don't have any confidence that that's going to happen. And it, and it really, really, and it really, really hurts me. And it hurts me to see the fans only, you know, oh, they're, 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 they're putting Russell statistics against the, the guy today. And I'm like, well, Russell is, is, is eight years older. He's played longer. Like, like, come on. And, and that's what's bothered me the most about this is the first time where I was almost like, I didn't even get any enjoyment out of the win. You get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. I didn't get any enjoyment out of the win. And I feel bad. And I don't want to root against this organization that I followed my whole entire life. But I, I just don't like I, – I, I've tweeted all this week the, 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 the stuff in the media, the people going back and forth at each other. I mean, it's only a few people that I like you, uh, Ben. Uh, you know you know Danny because he, he told me you guys are cool. It's only a few people because I feel like the rest people are it, – it's no longer about the fans and trying to win. It's, it's all about everybody trying to prove who, who's who. Like, Sean, I'm going to make this about me. No, it's supposed to be – Ryan, it's supposed to be about the Denver Broncos. It's not supposed to be about – Sean Payton or Russell Wilson. It's supposed to be about the Bronco organization. That's what it's supposed to be about. And it seems like through all this stuff, it's gotten away from that. So so that's what just and, – and, and then we don't make the playoffs again. And I'm like, man, I, can, I have to see every – when are we going to make <laughs> – I mean, are we going to make the playoffs again next year? Who knows? You get what I'm saying, Ryan? So, you know, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse or going over the same thing. But it's just – to me, man, it's just so – disheartening because you know i've been a fan like i say since this is this is my childhood it's the only only organization i follow my whole entire life and other things i follow players this is the only organization i follow my whole entire life and 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 i feel connected to and and i don't even want to go to walmart no more because i feel Mm. (laughs) (laughs) but anyway ryan i'm gonna let you go man you know thanks for taking my call i'm not sure if i'm gonna call in next week but you know i always i listen to wherever you're at i I listen to wherever you're gonna be on so I appreciate all the good work you do, man. Uh, be safe out there tonight. And if I don't talk to you uh, next week, then I'll talk to you uh, next season. All right. Terry, always appreciate it. Happy New Year, my friend. And, and I I think there's a lot of Broncos fans that echo a similar sentiment. I, I guess the, the simplest answer I have for you is you just sort of have to believe that Sean Payton knows what he's doing. I mean, that that's kind of it, right? There. And and that is probably more a loaded statement than it should be, but you don't have much of a choice. And 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 to your point, what you just said there, it's like you don't you don't believe in Sean Payton. You don't think he is the right coach. And so then, yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be in that position, and you're gonna be stuck thinking about the team like that because you don't believe that he's the right coach, that he has the right vision for what this is supposed to look like. But again. For what it's worth, we don't have much of a choice otherwise. So whether he, you believe in him or I believe in him or, or whatever, he's the guy for at least this next year and probably for the next couple of years because he's got a five-year contract. But if he's got a vision for what the quarterback position is supposed to look like in his offense, and this is a very, very good draft for quarterbacks, at least projects to be. Again, projects to be. We've seen drafts like that before where it was Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and also Sam Darnold 
Josh Rosen. Those are five quarterbacks that went in the first round. Three of them, and I'm I'm saying three with Baker still looking like he could do something. Two of them for sure were franchise quarterbacks. One is still playing in the league, and then Sam Darnold's a backup. Josh Rosen, I don't think he's in the league right now. But the point is, is that was seen as one of the best first-round quarterback drafts in in years. And, and I think we're on the precipice of that this year. With uh, Again, with Caleb, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, J.J. McCarthy I'm a big fan of, Bo Nix, Michael Penix Jr. There's, there's going to be four or five quarterbacks going in the first round. And the Broncos should be in the range to, to get one of them, even if they stand pat in the teens. So, like I said, you just have to believe that Sean Payton knows what he's doing here, that he has a plan. And unfortunately, that that's really kind of the only response that we, we can all sit here with. That may not sit well with everybody, but that's just where we're at. Today's game is brought to you by the skilled laborers of Pipefitters Local 208. Visit pipe208.com. We'll come back. We'll take some more calls. we got a lot of text. We're on until 9 o'clock, guys. So plenty of opportunity. John, Alex, Timothy, Aaron, you guys are all coming up next right here on the KOA Broncos Radio Network. Play fakes. Stidham steps up. Wide open receiver Jerry Judy in, San, in uh, Los Angeles territory. High steps and then runs out of bounds inside the Charger 35-yard line. Spot him out of bounds at the 33. Eight seconds to go. 41 yards from Stidham to Judy, who was all by himself. Well, something to smile about. Jerry Judy for 41 yards right before halftime. They missed the field goal, unfortunately, but... Something to smile about is presented by Aspire Dental, giving you a dental experience you can look forward to. That's Aspire with an E, AspireDental.com. 303-713-8585-56690 is our KOA Common Spirit Health text line. Today's game brought to you by Call Radins for Responsible Energy Development. Learn how natural gas is our clean energy future at cred.org. That is C-R-E-D.org. A couple of texts here. Uh, let's see here. There is no respectable quarterback in the first round. I disagree with you on that. I disagree with you. I think there are some really good quarterbacks. Drake May is my guy, but I don't know if he'll, I mean, he's not going to be available where the Broncos are drafting. You'd have to get, you had to get up there pretty, pretty high. I would, I'd imagine actually you probably got to trade to almost one, if not to two, to uh, acquire him. Feels like that's, that's the conversation you need to be in. If you really want Drake May, uh, Caleb Williams, I think, Certainly talented. Jaden Daniels, pretty excited about him. Heisman winner. I, I am lower on Michael Penix Jr., but that's not to say that I don't think he could be something in the league. I'm just lower on him. Uh, Bo Nix, I'm curious about. I think he might be topped out because he's been in the league, uh, been in uh, college football for so long, but that's to say also that he could come in and, and play right away, possibly. And then uh, J.J. McCarthy is the guy that I'm probably most intrigued with in that range of quarterbacks. Uh, and next year probably projects to be a pretty good year too, honestly. So if you decide not to go quarterback this year, there's an argument for that too. Uh, I want to know why any player would want to resign here considering the situation of uncertainty. Well, because they're going to pay you. I mean, that's that's, that's a big reason why. It, it doesn't have to be uh, impressive, but if you're under contract or if you can make money here and then the Broncos have the richest owners in all of the NFL, so if they can make things work from a contract situation and they can pay you a little extra to be here. That could be the case. Uh, there's, there's still, again, if the Broncos end up with a, a winning record, a nine and eight record, that that's going to carry a little bit of weight. The quarterback situation is going to be a discussion. There's, there's no way around that. And, um, you know, some people will say on this station or otherwise, 
that that maybe the Broncos without Russell Wilson will be more attractive. I don't know if I feel that way, but I don't know what the plan is otherwise. So uh, there might be some that are very excited. If the Broncos get really aggressive in the draft and they move up and say they draft a Drake May, okay? Say they, they go all the way up to one and take Caleb Williams because the Bears decide they're going to stay with Justin Fields. Well, that, that might be attractive for a lot of players to come here because they think Caleb Williams is truly that generational player. That's going to cost you three firsts. Some fans will not be okay with that. But it's a discussion that needs to happen here in the offseason. Let's go back to the phones again. Uh, actually, first, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the KOA Broncos radio network. Broncos Chargers. New Year's Eve. It's on the New York right. On KOA Denver. Let's go. 8.50 a.m. 94.1 FM. Welcome back to Broncos React. We're going to hear from Russell Wilson, who uh, was or joined Voice of the Broncos, Dave Logan. Oh, man. See, that's the problem with this, this read. Yes, Jarrett Stidham. I'm going to have to just cross this out. Jarrett Stidham joined Voice of the Broncos, Dave Logan. See, I'm writing it down so I don't mess it up again. Jarrett Stidham joined Voice of the Broncos, Dave Logan uh, in the postgame. We'll hear from him in a matter of moments. We'll also get an NFL scoreboard. It's halftime. Uh, with the Packers and the Vikings. Packers lead at 23-3. Uh, Jaden Reed, six catches, 89 yards, two touchdowns so far. John, my God, John in North Carolina. What's up, John? How are you? Ryan, did we win today? We did win today. Tell Broncos country right now, how you doing, Ryan? <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm always doing great, man. I, I doing love this great. job. I'm doing fantastic my, myself, my friend. I don't know. I feel like I was at a funeral, man, in the South. You know, if somebody dies, you go to their house with a, you know, covered dish, you know, you know, say some, start praying. But uh, I don't know, Ryan. Uh, maybe we've gotten spoiled. I haven't. Um, I saw an interview with Jerry Jones a while ago, and the guy goes, Hey, Jerry, doesn't it keep you up at night that your team haven't, hasn't been relevant, hasn't gone to the Super Bowl, been to the playoffs in the late 90s? You know, the Broncos have been to four and won three of them since the Cowboys have. He said, no, man, you know what would keep me up at night? They're not talking about my Cowboys. Apathy. They're not talking about my cheerleaders. They're not talking about my new AT&T stadium, et cetera. Uh, you think Vince Lombardi cared what the media thought of him? I don't think he did. I like coaches that are passionate like we've got now with Sean. I mean, like you said earlier, Ryan, I mean, we've had, what, 5'11", 6'10", 7'9", 5'11", 7'10", 5'12". We're sitting here at 8'8", and we're calling in the show tonight, Ryan, and we're acting like we're at a funeral home? Come on, man. I well, mean... I mean, for for what it's worth, in all fairness, John, it's, I said it earlier, it's the uncertainty at the quarterback. Right. I mean, it's if you know where you're headed with that and, and let's just say for argument, right, that if Russell Wilson for some of these fans is the answer and he was coming back next year and you're thinking about, OK, hey, year two in Sean Payton's system, you know, you finished eight, and nine, nine and eight, uh, certainly a lot more enthusiasm about what next year could look like. But because you have such uncertainty there, now we're looking at Jarrett Stidham and unknown rookie quarterback. At least that's what it looks like today. And, and under those circumstances, I can see why some fans are a little bit apprehensive. Exactly, and I agree. But here's the thing. I, here's my main point, Ryan, because I know you got a bunch of callers. To me, the mistake was made by Peyton. I like Peyton. But when he signed him to that long, 
contract before we even saw him play. He's had a good year this year. He hadn't had a great year. He had a good year. But last year he couldn't throw bird seed to starve birds. You know, why did he commit us like that? And, you know, so. Well, but that was before the season started, John. John, that was before the season started. They they committed him to that contract. I mean, yes. I, that's we, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Why did Peyton do that? We already had him on the contract. Yeah, well. Why did he have to do that? The, the ownership was a was a large responsible uh, driving force behind that. They they when they took control and they they'd already said what they wanted. They wanted to to lock him up long term. Um, and and then I'd say there was some pressure on Russ's side with Mark Rogers, his his uh, agent, um, was also pressure. But the Broncos ownership really wanted to get it done, and so they did. Yeah, well, uh, I'll hang up. But I hope, like you were saying, I hope we could find somebody like middle middle of the draft, like a Brock Purdy or you know the kid from LSU or somebody like that that we could get and maybe get a Gardner Minshew in here, you know, a veteran to kind of help mold them, you know. And, you know, it's going to be a couple more years, but I'm happy that we're 8-8. Eight and, eight and I'm happy we got a coach that, you know, and I'm happy we got a bunch of young players that are not begging for all this money right now, that we've got some solid pieces on both sides of the ball. But uh, anyway, like the other caller said, I really enjoy y'all's show and happy new year to you. And uh, I'll listen to the rest of the show. All right. Happy new year, John. Good to hear from you. Timothy, you're up next year on Broncos react. What's up, Timothy? Hey, Ryan. Uh, this is my first time calling in the show. I just want to say, I appreciate all that you do. Thank you. Um, Thanks for calling in. I just have a quick, yeah, I just have a quick question. And it kind of leads into something that I saw earlier today, and it was had to deal with um, Russell Wilson earlier in the before the game. He was signing some contracts on the sideline, or not contracts. He was signing some jerseys on the sideline, and um, I've seen some dysfunction in the fan base, like with a reacting to him doing that. And I was kind of wondering about how you felt, and it might be a better question for Albright, but um, I was just kind of wondering. How do you think dysfunction in the fan base could lead into the front office and the decision-making surrounding the team? And that's pretty much really all I have to say, and I'll let you answer that. Okay. All right. I think I kind of understand what you're saying. Well, first of all, I thought that was a great moment for Russell Wilson. I mean, under the circumstances, he could have just sat there with his hood on and not talked to anybody and just, just hung out. You know, instead he... He was out. He was out there. He was talking to the fans. He understands it. He gets it. There are fans that, uh, from a dysfunction standpoint, commenting on social media and otherwise, saying that it it was just a publicity stunt. I think he's just that way. I think that's just that's just the kind of guy he is. So, um, I don't know. I don't know about that part. But yeah, I mean, there's there's certainly a, a dysfunction with the fan base. But I think a lot of that has to do with the losing. Just just so many years of losing that it's difficult to to sort of reconcile it and and move forward until you you have a clear path. Like you watch some of these teams that have their stuff together, right? They clearly have the right coach. They clearly have the right plan. They have the quarterback, so on and so forth. I mean, to be a Ravens fan, a Dolphins fan, and Broncos fans, I mean, listen, you guys were, we were here when it was Sean Pay- or when it was uh, Peyton Manning. We, we remember that because every year was like this. It was every single game. Every single year, the expectations were always measured to, is this team ready to win a Super Bowl? And right now, we are measuring it against, can they even have a winning record? Can they win their division? So, you know, you guys get it. So that, that for me, is kind of a part and parcel of where we're at. It's just too many years of losing. 
Just that that's how that's how it's gonna impact things. 303-713-8585. Aaron, Alex, hang on. Come back to you guys on the other side. Thank you for listening to me here on New Year's. Happy New Year's, everybody. The KOA Broncos Radio Network. They throw the swing pass to McLaughlin. Gets two good blocks, and McLaughlin's going to have a first down out of the 45-yard line. Boy, Troutman and Lil Jordan Humphrey, both receivers, got excellent blocks on the design screen pass. The tackle there by Alohi Gilman, but a first down for the Broncos after the catch and run of 10 yards. The screen game looked pretty good today. Had a nice screen as well to Lucas Kroll. Welcome back. Broncos React brought to you by Call Radens for responsible energy development. Learn how natural gases are clean energy future at cred.org. That is C-R-E-D.org. Nick Bullens takes over for the Vikings as uh, it's a desperate game. They really need this game, and uh, they are driving. They are inside the 10-yard line uh, to start the third quarter. We'll keep you posted, but right now it's a Green Bay lead 23 to three. We go back to the phones, and Aaron, you're up next year on Broncos React with Ryan Edwards. How are you, Aaron? Hey, Happy New Year, Ryan. Hey, what's going on, Aaron? Well, you know, uh, where, where, where is where, where is the Broncos drafting this year? Where are they drafting at? They're going to be drafting probably in the mid-teens. I think right now around 14, 15 is, is where they're at. But, uh, again, it's not se- it's not settled until the season ends. So about 14, 15, will Bo Nix be there, the quarterback from the or- from Oregon? Yes, he will be there. I'd take him. Okay. I hope he – that's where I, that's where I hope they take him. Start start from scratch. Because basically this team is just rebuilding anyway. It's it, it They just got to start from scratch. Um, it, it, uh, Ryan, if you were the owner of the Broncos, would you have hired Sean Payton? Would you hire him? Oh, that's such a good question. Yeah. Would no, I probably – I, well – but I want to hear, would, would you have hired him if you owned the different Broncos? Would you have brought him in here? Uh, I, I tell you what, Aaron, I I don't know. I, I, I It depends on what my options were at the time. Uh, I think the Broncos kind of felt backed into the corner based on what everything I know. I think they were sort of backed into the corner where they felt like uh, their, their first, second, maybe even third option wasn't there. They circled back to Sean Payton. And and oftentimes when you when you sort of force a decision, you know, you get the results of that. But I, I do think Sean Payton makes them a better team. And I could have, under the circumstances that they were in, talked myself into Sean Payton. This isn't this isn't the best week to ask that, man, because uh it has been a rough week from um a, a messaging standpoint, in my opinion. Yeah, I I just would not have brought him in. I think he's uh, he's a retread, I think he's overrated. Um you know, the offense, what do you think about the offense this year, Ryan? I, I, the offense was awful. And then, you, and then you said the Broncos ran the ball 33 times this year, right? Why didn't he do that in the first game of the year? Where was the running game? I'm with you on that, Aaron. Yeah, and I mean, where was the questions. running game? They ran the ball 33 times today. Why didn't he do that the first game of the year? I mean, help, I mean, help um, uh, Russell Wilson out. Because, I mean, this stuff with Russell Wilson, uh, I, I'm so frustrated. With the whole thing, because frankly, he should have been starting anyway today, not Stenum. But with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
you know, I don't own the team. I didn't pay $4.6 billion to, to own this team. The, the, uh, the richest family on planet Earth pays for that. But, you know, it's just so frustrating to bring in a coach in here and, and, and see the Broncos get blown out against the Dolphins, and he does not get fired. But the only reason why he doesn't get fired, because he spent, uh, what, first round and the second round draft pick to bring in, in here, right, right? Yeah. And see, and stuff like that, I mean, just, I mean, that hit, my head explodes just hearing that. A first and second round draft to bring a coach? I can see if you brought in a, you know, superstar player, superstar running back. I mean, someone, you know, that's going to help your team. But, you know, this thing, I mean, I mean, Sean Payton, he's just, just saying his name is it's frustrating. And, um, and, uh, and for next season, when they bring in a young quarterback and they completely start career, and I hope it's Bo Nix. I'd love to see him being here and get caught up in, you know, in, in his system because the offense was just – the play calling was just awful, and it didn't – and the play calling didn't play to Russell's strength because you, you even brought up the Baltimore Ravens, how the head coach plays to Lamar Jackson's strength. Right. You know, here, a mobile, athletic, smart quarterback, he plays to his strength. Sean Payton didn't do that with Russell Wilson. So, I mean, that's why, you know, if I owned the team, I wouldn't have brought him in here in the first place. But, I, but I, like I said, I didn't pay $4.6 billion to buy this team. So, I mean, what, we'll see what the Broncos do in the offseason. I hope they – draft a young quarterback. I hope it's Bo Nix. I think he'd be fantastic. And 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 I've been reading about, you know, Sean Payton's offense, so-called offense. And, you know, and, and, and so from, from what I read about his offense, it's just overrated. Yeah. Aaron, I appreciate the call, man. And to your point, like I said, it, it's easy at this moment to be to be frustrated. And I think there's a lot of fingers to be pointed at the way things played out this season, including at Sean Payton. He'd probably say the same thing. In the end, what the record is, what uh, the the missed opportunities, it's on a lot of them. It's on everybody. And whether they end up with a winning record or not, there were certainly missed opportunities. Let's get one more call in before we hit the break. Alex, you're up next year on Broncos React. Happy New Year, Alex. Happy New Year, Ryan. How's your night going so far? It's good, man. What's going on with you? I'm doing good, but this Denver team to me, like, it could be a natural disaster forming. I see a disaster forming right now. If George Payton can't fix this team next year, if they caught Russell Wilson, I mean, I did hear on the, well, I was listening to the Pat McAfee show right when they benched him. Pat McAfee said, like, if Kirk Cousins is out there, do you think the Broncos could get Kirk Cousins if he's out there? I don't think they're going to be able to afford, I don't think they're going to be able to afford him. I mean, not, 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 not the way it's currently constructed with the, the salary cap, unless they, they really can somehow, uh, just front load it with cash and and then do the cap charges way late. But again, you get it, it's a dangerous territory to do something like that. Yeah, but I think Bo Nix would fit Sean Payne's system, or Sean Payne's going to look for a quarterback in the draft like Jaden Daniels, where he could be a pocket passer and scramble around and then find someone open. But also, I think they need to fix the tight end position. Greg Goldrich hasn't even played many games. He hasn't even played ten games this this entire two years with the Broncos. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't. Alex, thank you so much for the call, man. And I, I, I definitely hear you. And, and tight end is going to be something you got to address in the offseason. I think you had to draft, probably draft one there. But 
Uh, there's, there's, like I said, there are some holes in this roster and uh, you don't have a lot of draft capital to, to fix it. So if you go all in on trying to get a quarterback, that means you're going to be leaving other positions of need uh, without. And that, that's a decision you're going to ultimately have to make. More on Broncos React coming up next on the KOA Broncos Radio Network. Welcome back to Broncos React. I'm Ryan Edwards. Jared Stidham joined Voice of the Broncos, Dave Logan, following tonight's game. And that conversation is brought to you by the Law Offices of Dan Kaplis, a serious firm for serious cases. Let's head down to the locker room, talk with the guy that got his first start of the season, a quarterback, Jared Stidham. Hey, Jared, it's Dave Logan. Uh, first, congratulations on the win. I, I just talked with your head coach, asked him what he thought about uh, your play. He said, I thought he played well. We haven't seen the tape yet. But let me ask you, how, how did you feel today in your first action? Yeah, no, I felt, felt, felt good out there, obviously. Um, you know, knocking, knocking some uh, cobwebs off. But uh, it was really good to get out there, uh, get back in the swing of things, and, and ultimately get a win. You know, you, um, you, you made that throw that turned out to be a, a long touchdown pass to little Jordan Humphrey. I think it was a 54 yards. And I thought for a minute when you climbed the pocket, you, you were actually going to run it. Did you think about running it before you, you fired a, a dart to uh, Humphrey? Yeah, I, I, I saw the blitz, and I stepped up, had a lane. And I was going to take off, and then I just saw him out of the corner of my eye, and he made he got great separation and made an incredible play down the field. Yep. That, you, you made a heck of a throw on that. So uh, you look forward to next week. Uh, you guys eliminated from playoff contention today. But how, how do you build on what will be the last game of the season? How do you build individually on your play today and take it to Las Vegas? Yeah, I mean, obviously going to look at the film. Um, I know I definitely you know, left some things out there today that I can definitely do better. Um, you know, things as an offense we can do better. You know, when we get down in the, in the low red, we got to put the ball in the end zone, score some more points, uh, obviously. So I'm um, just going to look at the film and, and learn and get better from it and go into Vegas and, uh, you know, hopefully get a win for the, you know, to end the season. Hey, Jared, congratulations. Uh, first win and uh, happy new year to you. Absolutely. Happy new year. Yep. That's Jared Stidham. Broncos quarterback in the locker room as the Broncos win it their home season finale, beating the Chargers 16-9. to By the way, you can find all the interviews, Sean Payton, Jarrett Stidham, Lil Jordan Humphrey, uh, Alex Singleton, all of them are up right now, kwaycolorado.com. More of your reaction. I'll get to a bunch of texts when we come back right here on the Kway Broncos radio network. They're going to run flea flicker. They do. Stidham loads it up. He wants Lil Jordan Humphrey's double covered. And the ball is almost intercepted. That thing took a little bit too long to develop. Stidham in the shotgun handed off to Julio McLaughlin, who then took a little bit too long to get it back to Stidham on an underhand shuffle. And by the time the ball got to little Jordan Humphrey, Davis and Gilman were both there. Incomplete, third down and eight. Yeah, there were some parts of the offense today that weren't quite working as well as they would if it was the entire season. But yeah. Expect that on a short week with a new quarterback in there. Welcome back to Broncos React. I'm Ryan Edwards. Our good friends at the Colorado State Patrol want to remind you that if you've had too much fun today, make sure that you make the right game plan and get a sober driver. And that is especially true tonight on New Year's Eve. Uh, a couple of texts here as we uh, wind things down. We're all we we're going to go all the way till nine o'clock. So plenty of opportunity still for you if you want to get in. Uh, I know as a fan base, we are on to the next quarterback, and unfortunately, I hope we can commend Russ for being a great human and the best QB we've had since Peyton Manning. Let's treat him better than Seahawks fans did. That being said, good win and happy New Year's. 
Well, I mean, I'd like to say that that was going to be the case, and I agree with you. Uh, Russ seems like a very good human being, and I think he has been a respectable uh, member of this team. For the Broncos, it's it's been a tough run of quarterbacks. I mean, even even his stats certainly are better than almost every quarterback that they've had since Peyton Manning, but that that's still kind of like not enough. Um, so we're we're sort of stuck. Uh, on that conversation, right? About about what what that means ultimately. But yeah, I, I like I like your point there, and I, I do hope more fans take that approach with Russell Wilson, as uh, inevitably the Broncos will say goodbye to him. I can understand why, as a play caller, Peyton would want to look beyond Russell. He literally personally blew up most every pass play by holding onto the ball far too long. It was interesting to see how many primary receivers were open today because Stidham got rid of the ball quickly for the past two years. I thought our receivers just couldn't get open. I think there was a little bit at times this year where the receivers weren't as open as you'd like. I mean, I, there were some times where they ran some more max protect and they'd have like one receiver routes, maybe two receiver routes, and those guys aren't getting open and you're sort of just saying, okay, Russ, figure it out. But, yeah, today the, the design of, of the offense was to get the ball out quick, and I thought Stidham overall executed that really well. But does that mean Stidham is the guy going forward? I don't think that's the case, but it certainly gives you a little bit of a blueprint on what you want that position to look like and what Sean Payton is looking for in that position. And that is one of the things we said coming into the season and why we wondered if this, this relationship would work out. We just didn't know because Russell Wilson's style has not changed. And if anything, because of where he's at in his age, uh, some of those delivery points and his athleticism has maybe taken a step back. I still think he is, he's more than willing, more than capable of being a top half of the league quarterback. I'm all in on that conversation, but that probably doesn't register as a 15 million a year proposition for most fans. And certainly for the organization, because they already tried to get him a restructure. But yeah, I mean, today you saw you saw a perfect example of what the offense is is probably supposed to look like, and and maybe you bring a quarterback in that has a little bit more upside and could offer a long term solution to the position. Uh, Peyton always asks in Peyton's places. This is Peyton Manning. What's your favorite route to run or throw? It's always slant. Only Dan Fouts at the deep ball. Sean can lie, but his favorite or most trusted route is the slant. Why don't we? give them up pre-snap. We don't even disguise it. We just show it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I know kind of where you're going with that. Uh, the Broncos do not run a lot of slants or drags or mesh. Don't really do a lot of that. I'd like to see more of that. And we certainly saw that in, in New Orleans with Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas was like the king of the slant. And uh, we have not seen a ton of that here. And and I think you know, to that point is why the offense has looked a little disjointed at times, specifically with uh, Russell Wilson, because that's not his really his game either, and uh, they they don't they don't really game plan it that way. Uh, if we had a respectable GM, this is just an early vacation for Russ and Sean's last chance to save his job. They're checking with the math. Take out Russ. What does it look like? Terrible. Not anywhere near as good as Drew Locker. Gino. Bye, Sean. Okay. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. 
No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, and, and honestly, I, I think they do have a respectable GM in George Payton. I actually, like I said, I like short George Payton quite a bit. Uh, but once that doesn't necessarily mean that Sean Payton feels the same way and that that'll be the direction they ultimately uh, stay with. So uh, all conversations we can get into the offseason. Right now, though, I'm taking another quick break right here on the KOA Broncos radio network. Stidham throws a ball, pass caught little Jordan Humphrey at the 40-yard line, first down Denver, gain of 15 on third and 10. That ball was on a rope. He sang Bassey on the tackle of little Jordan Humphrey, but a first down on a third and 10 throw from Jared Stidham to little Jordan Humphrey. That was an impressive throw. Little Jordan Humphrey had a nice evening. Big-time performance, had the 54-yard touchdown, of course. Also, uh, another catch, the 15-yarder, total of two catches for 69 yards and one touchdown on four targets. Jerry Judy, three for 54. Brandon Johnson, four for 27. Again, not the most efficient night for the Broncos, but effective nonetheless. Against better teams, you know, maybe it's not such a, a great outcome, but in this case, you get the, get the win. Uh, you sweep the season series against the Chargers. That's something you get to hold on to going into next year. And now you come up on this Las Vegas Raiders game with an opportunity to snap their winning streak against you. I want to say it's at six right now and finish with a winning record in division because you split with the Chiefs. You can split with the uh, Raiders and then you sweep the Chargers. Uh, and honestly, if you came into the season saying that your goal was ultimately to win your or not, I mean, win division, yes but to have a winning record in division, then you are positioned perfectly to, to do that. And also, again, have a 9-8 and eight record on the KOA Common Spirit Health text line. Short week, I know you're paid to make excuses, but to alter reality? Well, I, I'm not paid to make excuses. I'm paid to give my opinion, whatever you want to take that as. Uh, but short week for me is he was told Wednesday morning that he was going to be the starting quarterback. He didn't know that Tuesday, didn't know that on Monday. They made that decision. They might have made the decision earlier, but they didn't tell Russell Wilson and Jared Stidham until Wednesday when they got to practice that they were going to be switching spots. It's a short week. That's that's at least how I define it. I don't know why you have to be a jerk, but <laughs> but that's what it is here on New Year's Eve. Some people just want to be that way. 26 touchdowns, four come from behind wins. Uh, within the top three comeback wins of all time, but he can't play the quarterback position. Maybe the Broncos will find their Superman, but Russell, biggest mistake was coming to Denver. Yeah, I mean, there were mistakes made by Russell, by the organization. Uh, you know, we, we'll look at this five years, 10 years from now, and, and kind of wonder uh, all the different ways that it could have been better. You know, again, you go back to the reason Nathaniel Hackett was brought in here is you thought you were going to be able to get Aaron Rodgers. You didn't get Aaron Rodgers, but you felt like you were going to be just fine with Russell Wilson. In fact, there were a lot of people making the argument that Russell Wilson might be, be a better, he's younger quarterback, might be a better quarterback to bring in because you have more years with him than you would with Aaron Rodgers. It's not like Aaron Rodgers has, well, he didn't do anything in this year at all. And, but, but to that point, it's, it's more about what you thought your long-term projection would be with Russell Wilson and it never got there, especially because you only got two years into the project. 
It is what it is. But I, I do think a few years from now, we'll look back on it, and, and hopefully the Broncos will be in a better spot. They will not be dealing with the cap ramifications. That's only going to be two years, theoretically. And you'll have found your quarterback in the future, and we're sitting here going, all right, well, that was a, an unfortunate speed bump to where we are now. And, and it's funny, we were talking about this, uh, Jeff and I were in the break, about how as we're watching the Packers just absolutely thump Minnesota 30-10 to 10 tonight, the Broncos want to be in that situation where they find their ascending quarterback, they're a team that's competitive in, well, the division, but Detroit, Detroit ran away with it, but they're in range to possibly make the postseason. So this, this is this that, that that is the perfect blueprint right there. And if you can see like Marvin Mims take a Jaden Reed kind of jump forward, man, uh, we're, we're, we're having a completely different conversation about this team overall. Now the Broncos beat the Packers this year. But again, if they could be like that, where we're looking at this team and saying, oh, we got our quarterback, we got some ascending talent, things to build on for the next several years, I think most Broncos fans would take that. We'll come back. More of your calls, more of your texts coming up next on the KOA Broncos Radio Network. All right, final couple moments here. We're on until 9 o'clock. Keep sending your texts in. 56690 is our KOA Common Spirit Health text line. A reminder, we have uh, mostly holiday programming tomorrow on KOA. If you are listening to our uh, station here locally or on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, but you can check out the Taking It For Granted podcast. My guy, Grant Smith, who does a wonderful job. Uh, has a uh, he's going to air his uh, show at noon and six tomorrow. So uh, please check out the Taking It for Granted podcast holiday edition with Grant Smith coming up at noon and six tomorrow. And of course, we'll have our regular programming back on Tuesday as uh, we walk you up to the final Broncos game of the season. Uh, we still don't know uh, whether it's going to be Saturday or Sunday. My lean would be that it's on Sunday. I'd be a little surprised if it's on Saturday, but. Could be the case. Uh, the Broncos and the Raiders are not playing for anything out of those teams, and they don't represent really any tiebreakers for anybody. So uh, maybe some strength of schedule stuff, but that's that's a completely different thing. So, you know, I, I'd say at my lean would be on Sunday, probably around 2 o'clock. But we'll ultimately wait to find out. This uh, game that's currently in action right now, the Packers with a 30-10 lead. Uh, moments ago, we got a uh, Johnny Munt touchdown from Nick Mullins uh, after a fumble, uh, muffed punt. There's 10-19 left to go in the fourth quarter. Earlier today, quickly here, uh, the Bills with a 27-21 win over the Patriots. The Bears with a 37-17 win over the Falcons. Justin Fields making his argument, his point, about being the guy long-term. The Bears, by the way, will pick first in the draft because of the Carolina Panthers locked up the first overall pick. The Colts. With a 23-20 win over the Raiders, they hang on. They're still in the playoff picture at 9-7. The Rams, they get to the postseason. A lot of people thought they'd be rebuilding, but they did not. 26-25 win over the Giants. They hang on in that game. Cardinals come from behind. They win 35-31 on the road against the Philadelphia Eagles. Big-time win for the Cardinals. Uh, but, of course, they also lost their opportunity to be the first overall pick. But uh, at this point, I don't know if that's uh, the most important thing for them. The Saints... All over the Buccaneers, 23-13 in Tampa Bay. Both teams now 8-8. Eight and eight. The division will not be decided until next week. The 49ers, easy win over the Commanders, as expected, 27-10. The Jaguars with a 26-0 win over the Panthers, 2-14, 0-9 on the road. They are officially the first overall pick 
The Ravens, oh my goodness. Lamar Jackson, five passing touchdowns. Zay Flowers, three catches, 106 and a touchdown, 56 to 19 over the Dolphins. The Texans get CJ Stroud back. They also get a big win, 26 to three over the Titans. Steelers, 30 to 23, win over the Seahawks. Mike Tomlin now 17 straight seasons without a losing record. And the Chiefs, they win with help from Harrison Butker, who made uh, four field goals in the second half. In fact, I think he made a total of six field goals in this game, if I'm uh, doing the correct math. Impressive day for him, and, this, and the Chiefs end up winning the division in the AFC West. They win today 25-17. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up right here on the K-Way Broncos Radio Network. Stidham in the victory formation, takes a snap and a knee, and the clock will run, and the Chargers cannot stop it. So the Chargers record will drop to 5-11. and 11. The Broncos will improve to 8-8. Eight and eight. Broncos win it 16-9. One game left in Las Vegas next weekend. Yep. That's the final call. Broncos win tonight 16-9. And simultaneously are eliminated from the playoffs. It's a bit of a mixed bag, mixed feeling. And I, and I can understand that. And I, I'd say most of the reaction tonight has been the case. So... Uh, it's fun. People, some some people called in tonight and said, uh, "Hey, it feels like uh, like they lost." And it's like, well, they did kind of, you know. I mean, they they lost their chance to continue their season. I mean, they're going to play one more game, but now now you're playing for pride. You're playing for an opportunity to have a winning record. You're playing to, you know, beat a division rival. Those are all important things. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's just not it's not the same. You know, it would have been fun just for for kicks if the Cincinnati Bengals would have won today. And at least next week, you get to root for the Chargers while simultaneously playing that game. Um, then there's a possibility of just winning the division miraculously. It was, it was going to be a tall order. And the Broncos, because they lost to the Patriots and other games this earlier this year, put themselves in that position. And then hopefully that's the lesson that you ultimately learn. But again, we're watching the Green Bay Packers just absolutely dismantle Minnesota. And this is, this is what it's supposed to look like. You know, you're supposed to... Uh, be able to to put together such a balanced offense. That's the one thing that Jeff and I were talking about in the break. I mean, Green Bay, uh, who has it's like thirty four to nineteen in time of possession in this game so far. It, it, it's been balanced, right? I mean, they've been able to kind of do whatever they want. They, they they run the ball, they pass the ball. Jordan Love is is making good decisions. He's not putting the ball in harm's way, but he's not really being asked to do very much because Minnesota just can't do anything, and it's. It's remarkable to watch. And this is this is exactly the kind of performance you'd like to see from your young quarterback as you're you're hoping that you found your, your guy of the future. And clearly, for the Packers, they have. And that's what the Broncos are going to be looking at next year. Hoping that they find the, the next guy. All right. Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you so much for, for everything tonight, um, this whole year. Uh, we got one more broadcast, of course, coming up next weekend against the Raiders. But I want to thank... Dave Logan, Rick Lewis, Susie Warjan, Alan Jackson, Jesse Trujillo, Alfred Williams, JoJo Turnbow, Benjamin Albright, Brandon Cristal, Dave Tepper, Anthony Rodriguez, Grant Smith, my guy Jeff Brantley behind the glass who did a tremendous job all day long, been uh, with us, hanging out on the broadcast. Happy New Year. I appreciate every one of you, and uh, I will chat with you coming up on Tuesday on KOA Sports. Have a good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.